0: up with you i've uh, been smoking on that shit that came out of the uh, ohio derailment so you know been smoking on that shit that they dropped in the trenches in world war one <laughs> <Yeah>. all right <laughs> yeah like mustard gu- like mustard gas well phosgene, but oh so oh I, so I, what is this i don't even know anything about this Oh, I sent it into a... Nobody responded, of course. Uh, oftentimes, I'm I was at work. ...to the void in group chats. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was at work. I, I wasn't yeah, going to, like, oh. stop what I was doing to read that. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, the... Uh, the uh, You should look at the pictures I sent right now. We can get your live reaction to these fucking biblical... All right. ...goddamn you pictures. You said it's in the group chat? Yeah, The uh, yeah, yeah. Um. But, yeah, there was a uh, train derailment in Ohio. Oh, in wow. East Palestine, Ohio, of a truck carrying vinyl chloride... Uh, that was today a, I wasn't at work I just was asleep. Yeah. Uh that was a it was a, a truck or a bunch of tankers on a train carrying vinyl chloride which is a uh, volatile flammable um substance that uh, boils at 8 degrees Fahrenheit so you have to keep it in very specific conditions.
1: Uh okay.
0: it derailed the five tankers uh they decided to do some sort of uh controlled release of the substance otherwise it could you know there's an explosion hazard okay uh the release that they did was right in beneath some sort of weather inversion so the plume got stuck in some kind of like weather system and um the the fumes coming off of it are two there's phosgene gas which is a nerve agent lethal at like 200 ppm for humans i believe and um hydrogen chloride which when it mixes with the water in the air turns into any chemist at home that's right hydrochloric acid nice so any rain coming down from that is going to be you know ph like fucking zero hydrochloric acid cool yeah and so I'm I mean maybe I pictures. mean that, I, that would be if it was concentrated I guess maybe maybe it'll be pH one or two this is some apocalyptic shit yeah look at those pictures dude that's some biblical fucking shit yeah man. it's
1: like it's like the most evil looking cloud of black smoke and then it's you're right dude, it's the just one concentrating in like yep. a, a disc of evil
0: around this area dude, and then the from the picture the plane, from above in the plane is that is some fucking unholy yeah shit. it's eerie but, uh, yeah, so, uh, of course, uh, the company that, uh, that did this, uh, you know, reports came out that they laid off a bunch of workers in the preceding years in order to give their executives huge uh, bonuses and do, you know, stock buybacks and um, fund uh, some, uh, you know, do some lobbying to uh, reduce safety regulations. And now we've got, like, a Chernobyl light going on in uh, Ohio, uh, which, uh, you know, uh, people in the area have been claiming that their, like, pets are dying outside. Humans are pretty sturdy animals. Um, so like things like birds are gonna have like a much, much, much uh lower like ld D fifty. Uh, for those not know that is lethal dose for fifty percent of the concentrate uh fifty percent of the population. So it's gonna have like a you know, much you know, just be lethal faster for animals like birds than it will like mammals or humans. But yeah, people have been looks like like fish and uh other wildlife and stuff like that are dying. So definitely not safe. Like I said, it's phosgene gas, that's one of the two. Yeah, it looks, it looks pretty scary. And the other is hydrochloric acid. It's
1: like another reason to just not go to Ohio.
0: Yeah, but I mean those those people that live there, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, really fucking depressing shit.
1: Yeah, fucking horrible. Yeah. Yeah, for those for those unlucky individuals who call Ohio their their home.
0: I mean, I haven't really spent too much time in Ohio. I think I went there once as a layover on a plane ride, so mm-hmm. I can't say too much. Uh, I do like Cincinnati chili. I can say that. So what up, Cincy?
1: I spent a little, wa- a little short, like week there once, and it was it was mm. fine. Yeah, you know, I don't actually hate Ohio. It's just a meme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah. I hope anyway, people, uh, people yeah. aren't breathing in this poison for too long.
0: Yep. There's been a bunch they're, of shit this week, though. Pets. That's fine. Yeah, that's the fucking uh, the earthquake in Syria and Turkey. Yeah, which has been absolutely insane. And like, I I know there's like sixteen thousand dead in Turkey.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like right on the border, and um, it's been pretty pretty heinous. Uh, and I guess the government response, particularly in Turkey, has been pretty lackluster. And yeah. folks are feeling pretty dissatisfied. And I think there was already this was I mean it's an election year there. Um, and I think that there's been a great deal of unrest in Turkey anyway, uh, but now you can really see the government there, which is like a pretty fascist government, kind of a clamping down on like all social media, which was uh, until pretty recently, um, I was talking to a mutual friend of ours about this, like until pretty recently was, um, the main way people were kind of able to stay in contact and let each other know where there were aftershocks, where there were tremors, Mm -hmm. whether or not family was okay. Um, that's all now been censored. So everyone's now in the dark and not receiving aid. And the main the main reason that social media and stuff was shut down was to prevent criticism of the government. So yeah, yeah, I
0: saw I saw them trying to claim that it was for to halt the spread of misinformation. But yeah, right. it's just they don't want the misinformation being that Erdogan didn't do shit. Yeah, and, and currently which isn't is doing shit. Information, yeah, yeah,
1: it's it's a- accurate information. So yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I I've been told that. You know, if Obviously, if you know someone who's over there, I think that's the best way to donate money. But um, if not, uh, Red Cross slash Red Crescent, um, Doctors Without Borders, uh, those are both, I think, particularly helpful in Syria right now. I think Turkey is a little more complicated, but, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a pretty serious issue right now. So something to think about. And if you're, you know, with extra, then please consider donating where you can. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> What else? Oh, did you hear about the monkey thief?
0: Uh, Real quickly, I caught like a little tiny bit of that. uh, Yeah, yeah, go. No,
1: I was just going to say, there was a string of uh, weird monkey crimes at the Dallas Zoo. Um,
0: Some monkey business, you might say?
1: Yeah, and I guess they finally arrested the guy who supposedly was doing this, uh, 24-year-old Davion Irvin uh and he yeah was like breaking into the to the zoo and um he apparently he, he cut the mesh of an enclosure and took two emperor tamarin monkeys which are really rare and like really awesome yeah. looking monkeys yeah they are um yeah. and then he like was keeping them in a vacant house and then they found the monkeys and um it's crazy yeah he also I, I think he was just an enthusiast like he just really yeah. liked he just wanted them um because he had in this dude. house like a bunch of other animals like pigeons and lizards and
0: shit and yeah. uh, he saw He's these an monkeys and he was
1: like dude these fucking rule like i gotta have these monkeys dude,
0: so you know what's so you know it's really funny <clears throat> uh so i'm i'm now i just i'm gonna go with the theory that somehow i was like skin changing into this dude in my dreams because last night i literally had a dream that i was getting involved with like uh working with apes at a zoo and it started because i just had like met like a gorilla and became mm-hmm. friends with him and people were like wow you're really good with that gorilla do you want to work at the zoo this is like my dream last night i was like hell yeah and i just became like the ape guy at the zoo that would so, be like, your, I, your I, absolute dream job i think yeah it would yeah yeah for sure if i was just the guy who like got to hang out and like teach like Apes like uh, like communicate with like sign language and shit like that. That would be but, hysterical yeah. because you don't know how to communicate. So like you teaching yeah.
1: apes how to communicate would just be I a lot I think I could communicate. All right, now here's how I to effectively I... withhold your feelings. Here's how yeah. to exactly that's, here's, that's how to, yeah. here's how to here's how to I, I feel like that i feel like we would, we would really response. see
0: eye to eye we would see eye to eye <laughs> i feel like i feel like those would be my people
1: yeah here's how to here's how to just like shit talk your friends in sign yeah. language to cover up the fact
0: that you love them <laughs> and then yeah and then you can just elbow your other friend in the sign language and then you guys can laugh at the the third friend who will sit there and know that they're being laughed at yeah but not why or how hmm yeah yeah, it'll be Awesome. That's the perfect situation. What a well-adjusted
1: for me. gorilla. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <clears throat> um, yeah. And then I I wanted to sort of mention. I don't know why I want to mention. I guess I'm assuming that you know more about it because I didn't watch one second of the State of the Union, and everybody keeps I mean, yeah. talking about it, and I keep hearing how like dumb the response was but i don't fucking know anything about it because i think yeah you could not have paid me to watch that right like i don't think i've watched the last like, i i have also
0: intentionally avoided anything about it on twitter so it's just like i don't care
1: i know that uh marjorie taylor green yelled a lot during it which uh, to yeah. me is honestly probably worth seeing speaking of gibbons yeah dude <laughs> oh man she looks like she looks like a fucking wizened fucking philly boxing coach yeah,
0: you know those gibbons that just like they like whoop with their, their fucking like yeah next, like, oh yeah like, sure probably that's her.
1: I think she looks more like a proboscis monkey. <laughs>
0: proboscis?
1: You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they have the big dick nose. Yeah, she looks more like that because she's got that big smushed nose. But she no, she looks yeah. like she's like a like a boxing coach in the '50s who's like, I'll tell you what, kid, you could have yeah. you could have been a contender. You could have gone yeah. far. You could have gone the distance. Like that's <laughs> yeah. Thank God I had Polly Santangelo I like the in my cutty. Your gym king. <laughs> <laughs> defense, defense, work the body. Like where's the, <laughs> the footwork? Where's the
0: footwork?
1: Oh my God! Yeah. So just, like that's <laughs> what I think of when I see her. She's just yeah. fucking. She's just nuts looking. And she yeah. she wore like a. A, like a dress type thing, like she was going to the Oscars. She wore like some crazy big outfit. Did she?
0: Yeah, she looked like a villain from a like a dystopian young adult novel. She looked like Cruella Deville, yeah, basically. Yeah,
1: you know, just like that type of outfit. The color scheme, obviously, not the same. Cruella yeah. Deville had a really good sort of uh, black, white, red thing going. She was like she was an icon, but uh, yeah, it was fluffy and looked villainous.
0: That's why I yep. thought of it. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So,
1: yeah, so we've got uh, kind of a fun one this week. Uh, We're both working on bigger projects. Uh, I'm going to do another episode next week. I guess this one sort of counts for me, but I didn't do a whole lot of research this week, um, or really any. Um, And (laughs) I thought it would be fun, while we're both kind of working on other stuff, not to interrupt our release schedule. Um, If we did something that I think we've both wanted to do for a while, which is kind of find a way to to open up and kind of uh, get to know our audience a little better or maybe more vice versa help our audience get to know us help our
0: audience meet the boys yeah
1: you know i know that a lot of you listening to this show are probably thinking to yourself wow this is so great i wish that i was friends with these guys and
0: uh part of our healthy well adjusted (laughs) friendship
1: yeah yeah part of we're like the gorillas that have been taught sign language wrong (laughs) <laughs> and if you want to know what it's like to be us or to be our friend, uh, but the thing is, we keep we keep ourselves kind of mostly anonymous, uh, pseudo anonymous at least. And uh, so I thought this would be kind of an interesting opportunity because we've received lots of questions over the years, uh, now years now. And I I thought maybe we could do like a little FAQ, so I combined and sort of uh, contracted some of the most frequently asked questions into a little list here, and I thought we could kind of run through them and, uh, you know, give some responses and let you guys kind of into our world a little bit so that you know what it's like to be uh, a member of the LU crew. I mean, you are all, but now you can really feel like you're
0: truly step into our bedrooms
1: yeah truly a part of the squad you can you can enter the the left unread mind palace and and actually there's ample seating
0: yeah oh there's always room yeah yeah not a lot of chase lounges yeah yeah, not too many people, but lots of chairs. Yeah,
1: lots and lots of seating available. Yeah. I think we planned on this being a lot yeah. more popular. Y- we
0: some folks lied on the RSVPs.
1: Yeah, we got a lot of
0: we got a lot of plus
1: ones that We Got a lot of going. maybes and yeah. not a lot of yeses. So now and we we're now we're stuck maybes. with all these extra chicken and fish dishes. And uh well Lots of uh lots of pastaste bakaya yeah.
0: Lots of cod cakes. Not at my wedding. Why is this a wedding? Well, I
1: don't know. Where else would you be? A wedding. RSVPs. I'm just saying, if we get married, we're not going to have we're not going to have cod cakes at fucking
0: a dinner party. Would have an RSVP, and you that would have, have cod, cod cakes,
1: cakes at a dinner party.
0: What would I have them at a breakfast party? No. <laughs> I just don't think you should have
1: them. I think that the, I just don't think they should be a part of it.
0: Uh, if if <clears throat> if there are Portuguese folks be there, they're gonna assume. The Bacayal will be there. Yeah, I guess it's better
1: than clam cakes. I don't really like the clam cakes, the clam fritters.
0: Yeah, that's weird.
1: That I don't like them?
0: Yeah. Well, it's not that they taste bad. It's just... I guess that is more of a southern Massachusetts, Rhode Island thing than, you know, your Boston ass, but...
1: Well, but I'm just saying, like, it's it's just odd to me, like, because it tastes like this really nice, almost like donut. Like, it should be like a sweet thing. And then there's just chunks of, like, rubbery clams in there. And yeah, it's good. Like, it's fine. It just doesn't make sense to me. There are, there are better ways to enjoy both things.
0: You know? Variety is the spice of life, my dude.
1: Right. So why, why do you have to make your donuts clam donuts? Why can't you have a variety of yeah, clams variety. and then donuts? It is a You've made a variety mm-hmm. of donuts. I don't know. To have clams. I feel like this argument's not going to go well. I, I want to hear from the people on this one. Uh, if you're listening, uh, chime in on the Twitter. The people
0: love clam fritters. If you i have never had one it wouldn't one. have existed if the people didn't if love you've them.
1: never had one that counts as a vote for me uh <laughs> and if you have i want you to tell me if you think that they're awesome or dog shit because i think i mean i'm stretching it i don't think they're dog shit but for the sake of the poll are they great or are they terrible um so anyway yeah uh i figure we should start the if show I go to the
0: fry up i want clam fritters i'm just saying
1: yeah i don't know man i'd rather have a few extra fried clams or like some
0: scallops yeah or, i bet you would yeah, fried clams are dope. I bet you, I bet you think they are. I, they are. It's not even yeah, about what I you think. You look like, yeah, I bet, I bet I do. I do look like a
1: fried clam guy. Look at me. Don't, whatever you're about to say, I do look that way. That is how I look. Like, <laughs> take one fucking look at me. Yeah, I do look like a fried clam guy. What the fuck are you going to say? Are you about to tell me, oh, yeah, you look like, yeah, of course I do.
0: That's no, my I was going to say that, but then I realized it sounded like I was saying something a lot meaner than I meant. I just meant a nothing thing, so. Mm, what were you going to say? That you look like a little fried
1: clam guy. Oh, you thought I was oh you thought I was going to take it I, as a fat joke? Yeah. Oh, well, I, I am I fat am. too, and I like fried clams, so <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> but that's not how I meant it.
0: <laughs> it's just one of those days when you don't want to wake up. Everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. You don't really know why, but you want to justify. Ripping someone's head off. No human contact. And if you to interact, your life is on contract. It's just one of those days. It's all about the he said, she said bullshit. I think you better quit, let the shit slip. Or you'll be leaving with a fat lip. It's all about the he said, she said bullshit. I think you better quit, talking that shit. It's just one of those days. Feeling like a freight train. First one to complain. Leaves with the blood stain. Damn right, I'm a maniac. You better watch your back. Cause I'm fucking ugly. Like Get fucked up Your best bet is to stay away, motherfucker It's just one of those days It's all about the he said, she said bullshit I think you better quit That shit slip Or you can leave it with a bad lip It's all about the he said, she said bullshit I think you better quit Talking that shit punk. So come and get it I feel like shit My suggestion Cause right now I'm dangerous But we've all felt like shit
1: We'll move past it.
0: Okay, clam fritters, fried clams. It's all good, folks.
1: <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything's fine here. Um, uh, okay, so yeah, so I figure dude, we'll start if I had the a gorilla episode. right
0: now. That I could just nudge in the side and point. That would yeah, be yeah awesome. that'd be sick. And you guys could just and he, he, and he's just like just eating the fucking like, shit, <laughs> the, the grass out of his shit. <laughs> oh my
1: God, dude! One time at uh, Franklin Park Zoo, yeah. Yeah, I watched a gorilla uh, <laughs> shit into his hand, eat it. And then oh, just repeatedly vomit it up and swallow it over and over and over again for like a Dude. minute. I was like ten years old. I was riveted. I was like, "What Dude, the no. fuck is going on here?" <laughs> I <have a> similar <laughs> story. When I was
0: like, uh, when I, I was probably about the same age, I went to the Buttonwood Park Zoo with my before, and we uh and there we go to like where there's two bulls and one bull is just pissing a constant stream, and the other one has his head. Fully under this bull's dick and he's just slurping the piss off Ew. <laughs> and my boy's just like all right evan let's uh let's go watch something else it's like no i want to i want let i want to see them finish yeah like dude this bull was fucking well sucking here's this the piss thing that
1: they they could find a way to make perpetual motion they just keep drinking the piss back and forth it's like an
0: Ouroboros of an Ouroboros of bull
1: piss <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think that's a great yeah. idea. We, yeah. I think we just solved the world's energy crisis.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a perpetual motion
1: machine. Um. So as I said, we're going to kind of do a little FAQ today. But before we do that, I thought we could do a quick ad read. We actually, we've been working on this one for a while. This is uh, not so much an advertisement that we've received, but one that I want to finally uh, reveal to you guys. Uh, we finally have our very own... Uh, licensed Left on Red product, which we will be moving uh, shortly. And so this is sort of our official announcement of that, um, because Evan and I are now rich. Uh, So our episode is also brought to you by Left on Red officially licensed history-themed erectile dysfunction aid. Um, (laughs) It's actually not just for men. uh, It's for men and women, too. So we're workshopping the name. Uh, Have you been struggling with intimacy, finding it difficult to get your little soldier to stand at attention, feeling like your warm cup of poozle is a little dry? (laughs) Well, hey, lay off the pills and lay on the dulcet tones of Evan and I reading you historically based jack-off instructions. (laughs) We guarantee that you will come harder than you ever have in your entire life. Yep. Here's just a quick sample of what's in store for you. Mr. Gorbachev, tear off these panties. (laughs) This is another one. This is kind of a deep cut. Veni, veni, veni. (laughs) 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 That's Latin. (coughs) (laughs) And then then we've got... (laughs) All right, settle down there, chief. (laughs) I thought you'd like that one. And then we've got, uh, of course, the classic Far Scar and Seven Years Ago. I'm stroking my dick. I got lotion on my dick. My dick is hard right now, and I'm stroking it. It's uh, it's seriously fun. It's been really fun for us, kind of getting the opportunity to combine our two passions, uh, masturbation and history. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gooning. <laughs> plus, it helps fund our show. You guys are seriously going to love it. Um, we're both really excited to have been able to take part in this. And uh, yeah, yeah, so uh, please reach out to us for any. When more When you jack off, we win. Yeah, we and when you jack off with us, yeah, you're jacking jack off, off with, with the best. Cam and Evan and honestly i mean who wouldn't want to hear our voices like right yeah. at climax? i mean we have nice voices we do we do yeah
0: especially when you're <laughs> when you're when you've got lotion on your dick
1: yeah um <laughs> so yeah so keep uh keep your ears peeled for that uh we will have more information about that. i not deep this anymore. Sing everything I said before. All these words they make. Way to disappear further ado i figure we should dive in and you can learn all there is to learn about your favorite favorite podcast hosts uh cam and evan from left unread yeah um so as i said i just i took a bunch of stuff that we get asked all the time and i kind of compiled them so there's no names attached don't think that i misquoted you or anything like i said i kind of took some artistic license here but uh we will uh do our best to answer truthfully and make you feel as, as part of the family as possible.
0: Yep. Welcome uh, to our family. Yeah. Are you ready? Consider this a family reunion.
1: <laughs> yeah. Except with way less fucking.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Keep um, keep, keep <clears throat> the left unread uh, masturbation aids at home. Yeah.
1: Don't bring those to the family reunion. Yeah. Um, you ready, Evan? Yeah. All right. Uh, so the first one. Um, and this is one that I actually just put in here because I think that it would be helpful. Um, how would each of you, the hosts of Left Unread, uh, describe yourselves in a in a in a brief summary? And I figure I'll let you go first, Evan. Uh, if you were to kind of sum yourself up for the listener, how would you do that? Full up to us. There you go. Yeah, I think that, that I think that kind of nails it. Uh, me personally, I am, uh, I, I wear many hats. Um, the cowboy hat, I have a construction hat. Uh, I have a beanie that I wear a lot. I'm losing my hair. So I try to cover that up when I can. Um, but I'm also, I'm a lover. I'm a fighter. Uh, I'm a warrior poet. Uh, I'm a brother. I'm a mother. I'm a lover. Um, you know, I, I, I really don't – questions like this make me really Joker, anxious. smoker, midnight toker. Yeah, all those. Um, all good. Yeah, yeah. I, I find this question actually kind of constricting because I don't think it gives me enough breadth to kind of express the complexities of who I am, you know. Um, I think Evan kind of nailed it with his. Um, me, I'm not really sure that I can adequately describe myself you know you could do episodes on that so yep. i think i, I sort of remain an enigma
0: yep people want to fuck me so
1: <laughs> they want you for your body your curvy yeah, supple yeah. I'm, I, I'm a
0: dick with legs yeah for sure dick and balls
1: a dick with a dick yeah um all right so moving on uh hopefully that sums it up for you guys and you feel like you know us um this one's specifically for Evan, and we get a lot... We, this was maybe the most common one on here, mm-hmm. um, or at least tied. Uh, it was up there. I didn't really count, but... Um, so, Evan, you are often described as the, quote, bad boy of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, do you feel that you live up to this reputation? Why or why not?
0: I've been spending a lot of my life running from that reputation. I developed it at an early age. Uh, I, uh, when I was six years old, I was arrested for, uh, shoplifting, uh, coffee milk, uh, from my school cafeteria. Um, it was, a, uh, I I mean, it was a dark, my, it, my parents' marriage suffered from that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and this was really just the first step into, you know, uh, beating up some of the younger neighborhood children as young as two and three when I was, uh, you know, 10, 11 years old. Uh, I also, um, engaged in various uh, vandalisms and uh, uh, filmed pranks inside of a Kmart that got me banned from the stores across America. Uh, they had my picture up uh, when I was nine. This was uh, incredibly embarrassing. Um, and uh, really, um, by the time I was a young adult, I was uh, indicted on federal racketeering charges. My, uh, my lawyers have indicated as part of my plea deal that I really shouldn't speak. Uh, speak too much to this, especially in a setting where I've become so fabulously rich as this, my money could uh, be uh, 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 repossessed by the state, so uh, I will just say it involved a lot of sausage. So, a uh, uh, meatpacking industry, uh, some might say. Uh, I have something of a blood fetish, uh, so I have been caught multiple <laughs> times stealing blood pa- blood plasma from St. Jude's. Uh, <laughs> It's, um, I'm not proud of it. Uh, I find it difficult sometimes if I'm drinking a red wine, like I can, you know, I can just see the, you know, when you, oh like the, the blood, the liquid is clinging to the size of the cup. Uh, can we just take a minute here?
1: Yeah, for sure, man.
0: Okay. Uh, so, sorry. Um, just one more sip, please. um but I've tried to change uh over the last few years I've gotten involved in the big Brother big sister program <laughs> um uh, that lasted about a month until they did the background check on me uh but that was a that was a good month I uh, I actually didn't they didn't let, let me hang out with anybody but I said <clears throat> uh, I kind of looked through the chain link fence um and I felt like that really helped me uh change um I have uh, begun donating blood. I actually think uh, that giving some of mine away has helped me. Um, maybe, uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I do like looking at the way it comes out, but... Uh, and just to know, clarify, Evan's
1: donating the blood that he's stolen, not his own blood. He's donating from his collection. I'm not giving
0: away my precious bodily fluids. Yeah. I engage in copious amounts of semen retention, for instance. <laughs> um. I like fluids. <laughs> I'm a fluid guy. I'm into fluidic uh, games. What can I say? I like liquid.
1: (laughs) All right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. A lot of this stuff is stuff that, like, I know about you. But hearing you say it like that, it makes me realize, like, how far you've come and how proud I am as your friend to, like, be working on this project with you and just see the amount of growth that you've – been willing to undertake
0: to just like try to be i just undertook some growth when i drank that blood back there (laughs) (laughs) hey (laughs) um hell yeah
1: well evans evans seriously i won't say he's one of the best guys i know but the
0: army hammer of left unread (laughs) right on
1: um excellent (laughs) yeah uh (laughs) that's me yeah, so that's Evan, um, the bad boy of the podcast. Yeah, the fluid king of Left on Red. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's the next one. Uh, this is one – I got a couple different versions of this, and so I kind of just put them together into one. So, Cam, uh, you do a lot of editing for the show. Um, how do you unwind after long hours spent cutting and splicing your episodes? Uh, Evan obviously has cultivated his fluid habit. Mm-hmm. Um I'm sure some of our more devoted fans at this point uh, have been able to kind of glean this from episodes, but I've actually been a lifelong disciple of uh, the Guru Sri Orinoco Garfunkel, who is the head of the the Garfunkel School and founder of the Garfunkel Method, uh, most famous for pioneering um, sticky yoga, which you've probably heard of hot yoga, which is like you're doing yoga in a hot room. Sticky yoga yoga. you've heard wet wet yoga yoga. goat yoga um but a lot of those i think in my quest to sort of discover what would best serve me and my body and my you know need to kind of both unwind physically but also sort of center myself spiritually um those all sort of fell short and so i really found that when i found uh, guru garfunkel's teachings so, sticky yoga uh, has really become kind of the centerpiece of my, you know, life outside of the podcast. Uh, so, you, you get yourself sticky with any number of substances. Traditionally, honey uh, is what's used. You try to find raw honey, anything with, like, the pieces in it. Um, and that <clears throat> really allows you to kind of just feel your emotions, uh, you know, on a, on a hot day um you'll feel very viscous you'll feel very loose on a cold day sometimes it can be kind of hard to move but ultimately it's it's just brought so much peace and joy to my life Uh, i've met some of my best friends through sticky yoga um and honestly some of my most wild lovers so i think that um i think that that's probably really the only answer um and then you know, also you know, we've mentioned our, our love for masturbation. Um, I think we both practice semen retention, which is which is nice. But uh, other than that, it's I it's, keep it locked down. Yeah, yeah. Um, but other than that, it's uh, it's yeah, it's just a lot of sticky yoga, time with friends and family, and you know, really just trying to uh, really just trying to find um, you know the the answer to life's great questions. Um, and I think everyone can kind of sympathize with that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is one I've been really interested to have you kind of break this down Because we haven't yep. really gotten into this on the podcast yet um, So this is another one for Evan uh, Evan, yep. you seem really interested in modern U.S. history and politics I think that's probably mm-hmm. fair to say um, Specifically parapolitics, yep. shady, uh, shady goings-on behind the scenes in the, in the government um, You do seem to have a particular interest in the sort of sordid histories of some of our former uh, presidents And I've always kind of wondered, well, I think we've all kind of wondered, the listeners and myself, do you have a favorite U.S. president, uh, past or present, and why?
0: Andrew Johnson. Now, you might be asking, isn't he the guy who sucked? Uh, And, uh, you know, yeah, I don't agree with some of his policy towards uh, certain people of the South wearing uh, various, you know, white uniforms. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'll tell you why. Because he's the occulted president. He's the hidden president. Yeah. He's the eternal president. I am an adherent of what's called secret president theory, Which is that Andrew Johnson, he didn't give up on Reconstruction. He realized that the Reconstruction, the real Reconstruction, was on the Earth's core, which had become burrowed into by uh, this uh, a nefarious race of mole people, and that during his uh, during his uh, you know uh, during his um let's just say a lackluster term, the reason he gave up on reconstruction of the South is because he went into a subterranean fight for the life of this planet that he engages into today. Uh, as you get closer to the center of the Earth, uh, the gravity well of the planet becomes so strong that you that you start to experience time and this strange dilation that Andrew Johnson is still to this day in our perception fighting to, to save uh, the, our planet from these nefarious mole people that wish to break into the Earth's core and release its terrible power, uh, and this power will consume the world in this in, uh what's called the great mudslide, and and it will bury us <laughs> into uh, into a uh, uh, it will it will bury us under miles of of gooey external liquid mud and i think that really we need to um we need to harness our internal liquids and not succumb to the to the liquid outside the body yeah so this is this is called secret president theory and it's something uh andrew johnson baby much love keep up the good fight one day we will join you in the uh the molten core
1: yeah i mean we should all be so lucky i wasn't familiar with secret president theory before i met evan it's and a secret uh, yeah, well, that's, that was mainly why. So, Fuck! Fuck! I...
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe we shouldn't eat. I we should probably put the kibosh on that. I not just won't talk about it. Oh my god, they're gonna be so fucking mad at me. Yeah, you, you might be yeah, out God damn it, now. after it's okay. last
0: week, too. It's okay. It's after okay. I ate all the fucking finger sandwiches. It's okay. Oh my
1: god. It's okay. You were hungry. You just came from the gym. They'll understand. They were pastrami, weren't they? Was... They'll understand. All right, don't worry about hope, it. I just hope. Don't. I just hope Cornelius doesn't lose. Don't once. worry about it. We can. He's gonna be so fucking pissed. We can talk to him, and if we have to, we can
0: fix it. And Connie, man, I didn't mean to. <laughs> All
1: right, well, let's just move on. Take a All breath. Right. I think that, I think that the that the guys will probably understand. Yeah, but they we can were really we can talk about, to them? They were
0: really mad about the sandwiches. We can dude. talk to
1: them after the show. Well, I mean, Evan, let's be honest. When they bring one large sandwich for a group of ten guys, and one guy eats <laughs> a six, eats, <laughs> one guy eats three quarters, <laughs> three of feet it. of the six foot sandwich. Look, it, <laughs> yeah, I get that they didn't all eat it right away, but they were probably planning on having it like later in the day. They'd already
0: been an hour.
1: Well, it, okay, but not everybody eats at the same same pace.
0: It was really good. You wanna
1: Of course, it was good. That's part of why they're mad. You do you not get that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. I'm trying to be supportive. Don't worry about it.
0: I know I fucked up with the sandwich. You
1: fucked up with the sandwich. That's all I'm trying to say. And I just wish that you could do more than just feel bad for yourself about it.
0: I felt pretty good then. Yeah, well, looked, <laughs> it, looks del- it
1: looked delicious.
0: Yeah. It looked good. And I, I'm anyway, just yeah. saying I get why
1: they're mad about that one. But the, So the,
0: guys, don't tell anybody about the secret president thing.
1: Yeah. it's all right. I mean, you guys already know, but just keep it between us. Keep that shit out of in the circle of trust. Yep. Um. So this is one I don't know why it was always specifically directed at me, but I get the question a lot. How did we meet? Um. And I don't know if I don't know why, but um. So so Cam, how did you and Kevin meet? And are you really friends in real life? Um. So Kevin and I met. I want to say twenty. It was probably 2013, and it was it was oddly enough. So when he was just dealing with that whole tax fraud, uh, racketeering indictment thing, um, he had just My beaten that charge. Days. Yeah, he had just beaten the charge. Uh, his salad days, which were his sausage days, were, were over. And so he was kind of hanging out outside the Big Brothers, Big Sisters a lot. And I used to do that a lot, too. So we actually met on the outside of the fence at Big Brothers, <laughs> Big Sisters, where we would both just kind of pass the time kind of looking in, looking at all the, 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 the little brothers and the little sisters and just imagining what it would be like to kind of play with them and, and teach them how to grow up. And we sort of Built got Lego. to talking and we realized that we had uh, a lot in common um, outside of our desire to be uh, big brothers. Um, you know, Kevin obviously grew up with three older brothers, Rick, Bob, and Steve. Um, and that was always really hard for him. I didn't know that, um, but it, I think it shows a lot in his personality. You know, being the youngest of four boys uh, was really tough for him. And, and um, I don't know. I just I just think that I really bond with Kevin over that. I think that it was it was really important. And then you know, obviously, his dad, Kev Senior, uh, is like a harsh disciplinarian. Um, and that's something that I also had in my life. Uh, we called my dad the Sarge. Um, it wasn't allowed to look him in the eye until I hit puberty. Um, and then I had to, and that was kind of an odd adjustment. So, um, you know, there were just a lot of things that sort of led to us becoming friends and, and to answer your question, yeah, we are friends in real life. Uh, I hang out with Kev all the time and Mm. we've gotten really close. Um, and then obviously when COVID happened, the idea to do this podcast came up and, you know, neither one of us, were particularly passionate about history. Um, initially, the show was supposed to be about some of our more holistic uh, pursuits, but we just felt like with everything going on and all the bad press that things like QAnon were bringing to some of the more esoteric movements that we both identify with, um, such as you know Secret Presidents and Sticky Yoga, uh, it might be better to just kind of do something totally new, something fresh that we had no real emotional attachment to, no real... Uh, personal interest in, um, and so we just tried to pick like like what's the fucking dumbest thing that would just be the easiest project for us, and like we'll have a pretty small listener base, and like just no one will give a shit. And we thought history, we'll do history. So I
0: forged my degree, so I yeah, anything about history.
1: I have a real degree, but it's uh <clears throat> it's in neuroscience, so doesn't really apply here. Um, and I obviously chose not to pursue that, so um anyway yeah so long story short like yes uh kevin and i have known each other since 2013 and we are um we are friends in real life and it was slow going but we've worked on it and uh yeah we can we can now i think comfortably be in the same room together and uh there's not as much fighting as there used to be and i think we're i think we're in a pretty good spot wouldn't you say
0: sorry i wasn't listening oh uh, yeah, uh no. <laughs> All right. Anyway,
1: well, that's a work that in I progress. Get, right? Always a work in progress, but that's okay. That's okay. That is okay. Um I guess let's just move on. <laughs> have always wanted to know what are your astrological signs and how if at all does that impact your work on the podcast uh do you want to go
0: first yeah i'm a scorpion uh it's the one with the claws mm-hmm. and tail um it's uh the one um hold on i uh, uh the the sun is sometimes in a position that i do well in and uh, i feel like that's my entire life Mm-hmm. I feel like, uh, so uh, I would say yep um, yes, yeah, uh, yeah, so that's uh, yes correct, I, uh, I uh, like astrology, and I like it because it likes me So
1: yeah um, so I actually didn't know until we were going through these questions before the show and I had to google it, and it was pretty interesting, so it turns out that I am what's called a dark star Capricorn uh, which is not only pretty rare, but apparently kind of dangerous. Uh, oh. Yeah, Dark Star Capricorn. Mysterious. So it's Capricorn's all the way down. My sun sign, my moon sign, and my rising Capricorn, Capricorn, Capricorn. And on top
0: of that, bada bing, bada boom, bada I was born.
1: Boom. I was born when the uh, when the the black planet Nibiru was entering into okay. uh, our solar system, and. So because of that, I have some really interesting um, effects from my astrology sign. So I am hypersexual. Uh, I, am, I am what most people would consider to be like wildly mentally ill. Um, and I also, fun fact, I just learned this today, I cannot be killed by conventional means. So uh, that's going to be interesting. I didn't know that. I've been really nervous about dying until like 45 minutes ago. So. Um, really excited to kind of actually. Everything's coming up, Capricorn. Yeah, yeah. So, I've never met another another dark star Capricorn, but um, yeah. That I'm pretty excited to see what the rest of my. I'm a life Black Moon
0: like. Lilith. Is that anything?
1: I'm a I'm a I'm
0: a <laughs> I'm a Blackstone uh, Cherry. House, I'm a Black Moon Lilith in both the tenth and eleventh houses. I'm a I'm a. I feel that sounds cool. Yeah, that sounds like a that sounds like a Dark Souls boss, mm-hmm. Black Moon Lilith
1: yeah like she would have like some sort of like a meat hook on a chain
0: no like a she'd, be like lithe. she'd be like live she'd be live
1: yeah and she'd have like a chain hook
0: oh yeah maybe uh yeah maybe like uh yeah what was that uh character from soul caliber that lady with the, the ivy shit? oh
1: ivy you what? mean like everyone's first hentai boner second ivy was ivy was something man
0: that first one was goku if
1: you guys haven't... <laughs> that's funny. If you guys <laughs> haven't seen Ivy from Soul Calibur, you should Google her. Because, like, holy shit. And even if, it just, if it's just then you a should, while.
0: And then you should pop in some of those uh, dulcet tones of the left-unread boner helpers. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. You can hear some some more of the classics.
1: Like, uh... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Ich bin yeah, a... ein liner. <laughs> God. <laughs> I don't know. They're all really, there's a lot of them. Yeah. We went through, we were in kind of a fugue state when we recorded those. So yeah. a lot of them have slipped in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, so Evan, I think this kind of ties in with some of the things that you were talking about before. So this yeah. next one's for you. It's been, uh, you've mentioned a few times, and you've actually talked a little bit about it already today, that you're a big proponent of uh, holistic self care. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm and obviously we do some different stuff, we do some stuff the same, um, but would you be willing to kind of describe some of the ways that you keep your body and your mind healthy? Um, not just for the show, but just kind of in general. Like, how? What, what's your routine?
0: Well, Cam, I believe that the sun is the most powerful force in the universe. Uh, <laughs> after me, of course. And for that reason, I, I believe that uh, the sun uh, needs to take part in many of my own uh routines. Uh I also believe in the duality of dryness and wetness. And for this reason, uh, you know, moisture and and uh and lack thereof. Uh I I uh begin every day with a uh, raucous bout of butthole sunning mm-hmm. uh to get my uh sphincter as dry and, and and wrinkled and and desert-like as possible. Like a
1: medjool date
0: yeah oh like a like a little brown raisin (laughs) and uh you know so i do that for about three or four hours every morning first thing when the sun comes the sun's up the moon's out baby you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying yeah um and uh and while i do that i uh, i also like to engage in aged urine therapy Mm -hmm. the sun both dries me and wetens me so i keep uh, mason jars uh clear of course none of that amber shit. Uh, with my uh, urine in it uh, that I collect and age in the sun for three to four weeks, and then I reconsume the fluid that my body gave up.
1: Do you drink uh, so. it, or?
0: Oh, well, you think in this bottle, buddy?
1: Well, I've just also heard that it can be beneficial. So, uh, butthole sunning is something that I also do, and I, I it's it, your your butthole is like the body's <clears throat> the body's <clears throat> solar battery. And you'd be surprised. I mean, five minutes of butthole sunning, it's like six like six. extends cups of your life by 20 years. It extends your life. Uh, you feel like you just had six cups of coffee. Your get-up-and-go is through the roof.
0: Um, You're rock hard. Your boner is there for hours. Absolutely. Afterwards. And
1: so to, to kind of compound the benefits uh, of aged urine therapy and butthole sunning, um, I've begun doing aged urine enemas. And I think that that's you know honestly, I've never felt better. There yeah. are times when I sometimes wonder like if I've died and gone to gone to some sort of gone heaven to butthole heaven because I feel so good, um and my butthole feels so good wh- from all the urine, so you know i I just is that something you've tried
0: but yeah, heaven is a place on earth with my butthole. <laughs> Yeah. sick <laughs> yeah yeah no it's uh it's facing the sun uh, uh you know until until it feels like it's um until i feel like a lobster you know in the <laughs> pot all red and and clawing to get out uh I, I just keep my butthole facing facing soul baby nice yeah
1: yeah, um, I drink my own piss, so. <laughs> so I think the last few are kind of just like open-ended. Yeah, let's do lightning round for yeah, the last Yeah, open-ended like, questions uh, for all of us. So, yeah. um, do you guys believe in cryptids, uh, and what are some of your favorites and least favorites? Do uh, yeah. you want to go first?
0: Yeah, yeah. So let's do lightning round. Yeah, I believe in Bigfoot, Yeti, and gay Bigfoot. Mm-hmm.
1: And what are your so. favorites and least favorites?
0: My, my favorites and least favorites? Oh, um... Yeah, so my favorite, uh, yep. Yeah, again, all the big feet, the Sasquatches. Uh, Gay Bigfoot's probably my favorite. He's like the other ones, but he's uh, he's homosexual. <clears throat> um He's a lot nicer than the other ones I've met them, uh, you know. And, uh, and uh, which ones that I don't like? I don't know. All the weird little guys. I don't like the weird little guys. Yeah, and the leprechauns, that little Hawaiian guy that we talked about in that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, any of those, I don't like them. If you're a weird little guy, stay in your little. Your little whole hovel thing just don't come out. I don't want to see you. What about you? Uh, so, actually, I don't believe in
1: cryptids. Uh, there, With one obvious exception, I do believe in Pennsylvania Long Paul. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He, of course, he so I guess he would qualify as both my favorite and my least favorite. Favorite because I just yeah. find him inherently compelling. Um, you know, the idea that this long man is just out there um, I think is really cool. But, obviously, least favorite because he gets up to all sorts of mischief. And... Yep. we're not i wouldn't say that we're like a pro mischief podcast so um you know hey paul if you're out there knock it off buddy yep um next question could you guys both describe your ideal mate
0: yeah son meat butthole
1: yeah there you go i i feel like i'm looking for someone who can match both my intellect and my sexual stamina uh, someone who's willing to really go toe to toe with me um, when it comes to my willingness to kind of throw down in the bedroom. Um, I have what some people describe as sort of a Ric Flair approach to making love, uh, which means that there's a lot of elbows, there's a lot of strutting. Um, but at the end of the day, if you want to be with the wheel uh, in, the, the deal the jet flying, the diamond ring buying, the limousine riding, son of a gun, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there's a certain walk you got to walk and a talk you got to talk. Uh, woo you know
0: yeah Woo.
1: um in the words of the great dorothy gale from the wizard of oz uh quote there's no place like home uh why do you find this to be untrue have you seen where i live yeah it's a shithole. have you seen where i come from yeah it's a shithole there you go uh i i uh just to piggyback on that um because obviously evan makes probably the best argument for that um <laughs> I, I also just feel like a lot of the time when I'm at home, um, I'm sort of expected to take care of a lot of the business around the house, and that's not really what I sort yeah, of expected when I was a kid. Um, I sort of thought that life would be a lot more relaxing once I was done with school and stuff, and instead, it's just like crises all the time, like both internal and external, and it's, uh, it's actually pretty overwhelming, so... Um, Uh, A lot of the times kind of anywhere but here, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, do you guys actually use Dr. Fantastics products? This is a good one. Um, Mm -hmm. As much as you say you do, Uh, a lot of them sound kind of weird. I don't I don't think they sound weird at all. Actually, I think a lot of them. I think the good thing about Dr. Fantastics is that they're making products for real people. Uh, you see stuff on TV sometimes, and you're like, "What? Who is this really for? Who actually wants a telescoping spoon that I can steal bites of ice cream across the table with for $29.99? Really?" Doctor Fantastics—they—they they do a lot of like market research. They do a lot of product testing to figure out what exactly real consumers in middle America actually want and actually will use. So things like the flavored catheter, like the penis flavored lozenge, um, like today's example, the, uh, the racist faux pas do over cards. These are all things that have been kind of exhaustively product tested and found to be, uh, not only useful, but effective and long lasting and they're well-made and I think it's just a great product and they give us a really healthy stipend to say things like this. So, um, you know i just don't think that this is really the right forum for dr fantastic hate
0: mm-hmm. yeah i've jerked off four times since we started recording to the, the sounds of our own voices mm-hmm.
1: yeah it's it's it was it was really great working with them to sort of collab on that i don't know if we mentioned that but they they are our main sponsor um so they're doing the it's licensed under us it's sort of like you know rappers and their record labels um, but we will, of course, be producing and distributing under the Dr. Fantastics umbrella. And so I was yep. going to wait a little bit to announce that. But we are happy to uh, yep. to be on board with them.
0: Happy to be one of the nurses. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and then lastly, uh, Rapid Fire. What are some episodes that you see yourself completing uh, in the coming third year of Left Unread?
0: Uh, so I have an episode on Secret Present Theory coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I have one on secret Czar theory mm-hmm. uh, then on secret prime Minister theory uh, secret Khan theory secret Soviet Premier theory secret Caesar theory I actually I think a lot of world leaders are hiding in the center of the earth uh, <laughs> to engage in a final confrontation with the mole people uh, to prevent the um, uh, the cataclysmic mudslide that will uh, engulf the world if we uh, if we get if we uh, uh, crack through the core so yeah mm-hmm. um. How about you?
1: Uh, I'm working on a series of ASMR episodes, which will be geared more towards uh, our female listeners, uh, because I am not going to do ASMR for boys as a girls-only ASMR. Uh, so if you are uh, a boy or someone who ladies night uh, identifies up. as a boy, uh, you better skip this one right away because this is for the ladies only. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be whispering all kinds of sweet nothings, and uh, you'll get a little taste of what we've Maybe thrown together uh, for uh, some of our other projects. But, yeah, so that I'm very excited about. Um, and then also um, I'm going to be doing uh, the last episode of Left Unread, uh, which you know, I haven't told Evan when that will be, but obviously, I will be uh, I will be doing the final episode of the show uh, at some without point, me at some point this year. Um, we're, we're calling without me. We're calling it quits. So
0: yeah, and then then I'm gonna do my spinoff podcast. Yeah, the secret leaders.
1: It's just gonna be called secret leader.
0: Yeah. All right. Um. So yeah, I I think
1: that that actually hit. I would say pretty much all of the uh, the major points that I would want to discuss on any show uh, to give someone a good idea of who I am as a person. Yeah. Do you feel well represented by that line of questioning? I feel, I mean, I honestly, feel, I feel like... I feel
0: seen and heard. I feel like if, if anybody felt.
1: listening feels like they don't know us, I like, what else do you want us to, you know what I mean? Like, what other shit do you want me to say? Oh, my favorite color is orange. Like, that's stupid. That's not the kind of show that we do you know we're still a serious show at the end of the day yeah so um hopefully that was fun and helpful for you guys we've got some fun stuff obviously in the pipeline coming up for next week um and then we've got some guests coming on we've got all kinds of cool shit so Mm -hmm. um you know stick around they'll be shit's
0: coming down the pipe
1: oh it's it's gonna be good it's gonna be good yep and got I, two I, guest
0: I, episodes lined up
1: yep they're both oh uh, yeah one is a uh, a cool new guest and one is uh, uh one oh, of they'll our be the
0: third time badge yeah he's
1: gonna be we've only had he will be the second third time guest. no he'll
0: be the third third time well, Happy yeah,
1: I, I guess if you count both of those guys as separate, Well, they are different people. <laughs> they are different people, but they've been on the same <laughs> episodes, and that's what I was, yeah. I was thinking of episodes. But, yeah. um, yes, we'll have a third time returning. And that'll be yep. fun. That's going to be a fun one. So, all right. Uh, anything else you want to add? That's it, baby. All right. Oh, yeah, and I mean, obviously, as always, free to bet. Okay. We'll see you guys next time on Ooh, Left Unred. Red.
0: I do not sponsor that word. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>